0: Go to Dave. Dave Spadaro. Hey, Dave. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing great because I'm in air conditioning. Nice. It's literally, it's like 103 degrees outside right now. People have been partying since like 11:30 in the morning. Oh, man. sounds legit. Yeah. Like and what day though?
1: Like 11:30 exactly. yesterday?
0: <laughs> well, you no. Know, it actually started February 4th. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. And they've been partying all the way through. How do you, like you know, Malcolm
1: Jenkins was talking about this, uh, you know, a week or two ago. How, how do you, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, focus on the fact that you're playing, you know, Al- an Atlanta Falcons team that's going to be pretty motivated and you've just got to focus on going 1-0 and and not the game that ended, you know, six, seven months ago?
0: Yeah, se- seven months and two days, but who's counting? No, so, yeah, no um, one's counting. No one's counting. It, no, no one in Philadelphia is counting. Um, so, yeah, it's that's probably the biggest challenge, you know, very, very... Uh, a high level of emotions they'll run out the players will come out and they'll see that the super bowl banner has been unveiled so you rely on your leadership you rely on the idea that look if you don't turn the page and they've talked about it all spring and all summer if you don't turn the page you're going to get your butts kicked it's a really good atlanta falcons team coming to philadelphia they are as you say extremely motivated after losing in the nfc divisional playoff round last year and you know the eagles are they're, they're 0-0. They are the hunted team. They are no longer the cute underdog story that they were in the playoffs last year. And they've worn this t-shirt throughout training camp in the summer, and it says embrace the target, and they are the target. So we will see tonight how they respond. They've got some injury concerns, and they've got the emotions to battle as well.
2: Dave, do you think as the season starts for them tonight, we know it doesn't matter if they're the best team. Best team doesn't always win the Super Bowl, but are they better set up? Is this roster better constructed to start this year than even when they were at their peak last year?
0: Not, not, No, not when you don't have Carson Wentz at the quarterback position. So they there was a period of time, as you know, during a nine-game winning streak last year where they were just pounding teams. Carson was arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. The defense was terrific. They had a balanced attack. They got Jay Ajayi. Uh, starting in November. So, no, they're not at that level. Not when you're without Wentz and you're without Alshon Jeffrey on offense and you're without Nigel Bradham your starting strong side linebacker on defense who's suspended for this game. Um, and then you've got players who haven't played in the preseason, Jason Peters and Darren Sproles back, but you wonder if they'll have some rust to knock off early in this game tonight.
1: Do you... We were just talking about Carson Wentz and... I think he's coming back next week. Now, I'm not there. I have no reason to, like, I have no inside information on that. Like, is Carson, do you think that Carson Wentz is playing in week two?
0: You know, it, it's so hard to answer that question, and everybody here has asked about it a thousand times. And here's why it's so hard. Literally, it, it is the decision of a medical team based on what they see through the MRIs or how whatever they're doing to test Carson and the Solvency of his ligaments in his knee, and the structure of his knee to take a hit, and the difficult part is so. so on one side, you're just waiting for that clearance, and then you watch him play and practice, and he's just phenomenal. He looks amazing, but he hasn't been hit. But he he plants. There's no hesitation. I mean, he, he's he, the, the arm's still a rocket. He's still really mobile. I would think in the next couple of weeks. I don't know about next week. Um, it is a it is a mini bye week this weekend. Because we just don't know when the doctor is going to say, you are cleared.
2: How about on the Nick Foles uh, side of things? He was so terrific when it really mattered most last year. He had that uh, little blip in the preseason there against uh, the Patriots. But he's 100% for tonight?
0: Yeah, he's 100%. He played really poorly against the Patriots. He played really poorly against the Browns the following week in the preseason. Uh, But the Eagles, look, as they did in the playoff round last year, if you remember, Nick Foles struggled going into the playoffs. He replaced Carson in December, December 10th against the Rams, then started in New York through four touchdown passes, played against the Raiders on Christmas night, didn't play well, played against the Cowboys in the regular season finale for a quarter, didn't play well. So at that time in Philadelphia, a lot of concern about Nick Foles. So then the Eagles took those two weeks, that that bye week they had, and they reinvented the offense. And I think that's what they've done since the end of the preseason. Uh, I think they've reinvented the offense to tailor Nick Foles. He needs help. He needs a structured offense. He needs protection. He needs good targets. You know, he's he can function very as we've seen at a very high level when the pieces around him are also working. Carson is a player that can take an offense to a totally different level because he's so talented. Nick is not at that level. So for the Eagles to have success tonight against a really fast, good, aggressive Falcons defense they're going to have to keep Nick out of third and long situations they're going to have to protect him and they're going to have to run the football I think this is a game for the Uglies to win they're going to have to run it and beat the Atlanta Falcons at the line of scrimmage
1: Dave Spadaro Eagles insider Eagles live podcast with us here on the lowdown you were talking about targets there for both Nick Foles and Carson Wentz Uh, Zach Ertz is he in this season is the best tight end in football
0: um I don't know I don't know about that there's a you know Kelsey in Kansas city is a pretty special player, but certainly Zach has taken his game to a different level in the last couple of years here. He's really, he's he's come such a long way in the red zone. I think he had eight touchdown catches last year and, and, and then score the winning points in the super bowl. So yeah. And he's, and they, they drafted Dallas Goddard their first pick in the second round. So they'll, they'll use a lot of two tight end sets. They feel like they've got two almost clones who can beat a slower linebacker and overpower a smaller safety. And I think the, tight end will be a really big part in the Eagles offense tonight. You
2: know, Dave, you brought up uh, the bye week last year, kind of how they got Foles going, revamped the offense. You lose your quarterback that's playing like an MVP. You put in uh, Nick Foles. They have all those other injuries. Part of that credit, a lot of it has to go to Frank Reich. What are they? How are they going to replace him as uh, now he's with the Colts?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. They lost Frank Reich, the offensive coordinator. They lost John Filippo, the quarterback's coach, and they replaced internally with Promote By promoting Mike Groh, who did a really good job last year with the wide receivers, I think it'll be a minimal impact. I think Doug really, Doug Peters is the one who really runs the offense. Uh, I think the input from Frank Reich was valuable, but Mike Groh has been here. He knows the, the, the collaborative approach that the Eagles take. I just don't, I think when they're all, when they're whole and they've got Carson, they are going to be a dynamic offense. I think they will be extremely difficult to stop. They have every component that you're looking for. But tonight, but early on, until Carson Wentz gets cleared, I think the Eagles will struggle uh, to look pretty offensively. I think there's going to be some bumps in the road. So the defense is going to have to carry them, and then special teams are going to have to be better than Atlanta's tonight.
1: Dave, it's usually written in stone that uh, a team in the NFC East does not win the division in back-to-back years. What do you think about that uh, division as a whole?
0: I mean, you're absolutely right. There's been no repeat winner in the division since the Eagles did it from 2001 to 2004. And I think the Giants are much improved. They have a scary group of offensive skill position players. I think the Cowboys can rely on that offensive line in a, in a much improved defense. The, the, the Redskins I don't really have a feel for. They, they had some injuries in the preseason. They have a new quarterback, so I don't have a feel for them. But I will say this in general. The NFC East is the least predictable division in the NFL. So just when you think you have it figured out, you don't. And we've already seen the Eagles here. Going into this first game with a rash of injuries, I think anything happens in the NFC East. It's great rivalries. Eagles are the most talented team, and they should win the division. But you know, when you're the when you're the team that's the hunted team, it's a whole new ballgame.
2: So, Dave, what could cause a bigger party in Philly than the Eagles winning a Super Bowl? I mean, the Phillies, well, that would do it. Flyers, what? Sixers? What? What no. could what could uh, overtake this?
0: I mean, maybe a second Super Bowl in, in a row, but <laughs> uh, the. The, I was the I was fortunate enough to be the MC of the parade, and it was amazing. And uh, the city of Philadelphia, New Jersey, state of New Jersey, state of Delaware, the, the outskirts of Philly, the, the the suburbs. People were flying in from California that I know flew in just for the parade. People waited their entire lives for that. It will never be. Nothing will ever top the Eagles' first Super Bowl parade. And the way they're set up, they should be in contention for many years to come.
1: I don't think anything will top your man in the the Joker
0: outfit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jason Kelsey. No, it's not the show. No, in Philadelphia, you you have to you have to understand it's very indigenous. They are mummers. So on New Year's Day, all of these string bands, these mummers, these men who parade as women have oh. uh, have have you know they're dressed up, they're fancy brigades, whatever, and they play music, and thousands and thousands of people gen- stretching as many generations that are alive in the city show up for that distinctly philadelphia event it's called the mummers parade and jason kelsey is a legend in the city for many reasons but for one the most the outfit and the speech will never that will also never be topped
1: well the outfit made the speech even better yeah like it's like it was it was (laughs) so visually stimulating uh it was absolutely extraordinary dave thanks for being with us, man hey have fun tonight
0: Yeah, it's going to be a cool experience, and uh, I think it should be a great football game.
1: Absolutely, 100%. Dave, we appreciate you. Thank you so much, my man. That is uh, Dave Sperato, uh, the Eagles insider for the Eagles Live Podcast.